0: It's Tammy and Casey, and we are the MI Guys.
1: We're here to enhance your evidence-based communication skills that are going to help you with individuals, with your organization, with communities you serve. Welcome to this conversation.
0: So today's conversation is all about a question that someone has sent in. Okay. And it's about how do you get people to sometimes stop talking?
1: Okay. <laughs> Great question.
0: Kind of a tough one.
1: Kind of a tough one, depending on how you look at it. So. There's several things I think of that are pretty interesting when you talk about how do you get somebody to stop talking? Because ironically, when you guys are actually sitting in training, what there's so much anxiety around is, well, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? And you start to think of MI as a dialogue. Mm -hmm. And like, they talk, you talk, they talk, you talk, and you want it to be a dialogue, which ironically, causes practitioners learning MI like stress over, well, I don't know what to say next, but I don't know what to say next. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that somebody's asking, how do we get them to stop talking when that's exactly what you want people to do is talk. What you want to be able to do is not necessarily get them to stop talking, you want the dialogue to be productive. So mm-hmm. that's honestly what I would say is, mm-hmm. it doesn't stress me out when people are talking because I actually get to sit back in the pocket a little bit and listen strategically for types of language. And I've said this before in trainings, is. Traditionally, when you're listening to content, that's what's going to get you tripped up. So if they're talking and talking and talking, you're probably getting annoyed by the content and all these stories or offshoots that they're going Mm -hmm. on to that don't feel like it's very productive. Mm -hmm. When someone's talking that much from an MI perspective, your brain starts to shift into, oh, resistance talk. Oh, there's some sustained talk. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a little bit of change talk. Oh, there's more sustained talk. Wow, there's a lot more sustained talk. Mm -hmm. So when you start to listen to it through that lens, you start to be more strategic in how you choose to respond. So when the person inhales, you're going to have that your chance to say something. You better make it count. So for me, it's less about how do you get people to stop talking? And you're thinking, why would they want to stop talking? Why would you want them to stop talking if the conversation is about them yeah. and about their change behavior? Mm-hmm. So for me, what I think of is it's not about the, the amount of language coming at you. It literally is taking the time to go, can I hear what their values are? How does this relate to their target behavior? Mm-hmm. And I have all of this free time as they're talking content to start thinking strategically about what makes the most sense on how to respond. Yeah. Is it something where they don't feel heard and understood? Is that why they're talking? Well, then I need to go with a higher empathetic response. Mm-hmm. If they're talking and they just can't get traction or find direction, Then i need to provide the guidance whenever i open my mouth in terms of what are your values what are your goals what would be a target behavior that starts to shift you into that direction Mm -hmm. so for me it's less about the the flow of information coming out the way my brain again acronym or uh with metaphors and analogies what i always think of when you've got somebody that's just hyper verbal spewing things at you i want to use my responses to kind of build this aqueduct that make this a really productive process so it's mm-hmm. not the the flow of information coming at me it's how strategically do I want to snap some responses together in a way that make this a really productive dialogue and so for me it's quite a bit less about they just won't shut up yeah um, and it starts to shift into oh i got to sit back now and actually have time to think about what's an effective response And I don't check out mm-hmm. it just mostly the language is gonna fall into this is a lot of resistance This is a lot of sustained talk or excuses. There is a lot of desire for change here, Mm -hmm. where they don't know how to make it over the hump to -hmm. get into a commitment to change. So for me, those are the things that I think of, like how do I think of this differently? How do I listen differently? And it's not about the massive amount of information unless you get sucked into content. When you get sucked into content, you're gonna be in trouble Mm -hmm. because you're gonna wanna respond to everything. You're gonna reflect all sorts of random pieces of content which is going to keep them talking, yeah. um, and then it just feels like, oh, how do I manage this? How do I get a hold of this yeah. conversation? So
0: Okay, so it's really less about necessarily what they're bringing to the table, but more so how we respond it's to exactly, what they're bringing
1: to the table. Which is what we think of, of consistently responding with motivational interviewing. Yeah. It's strategically how do we respond to make this a productive dialogue.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so. that makes a lot of sense. Well, there's your answer. Feel free to send any questions our way. We are happy to answer them. Absolutely. Um, And otherwise, I hope you guys have a great day.
1: Take care.
0: Okay, everyone. So sorry, but we actually had some additional thoughts that we wanted to share on this podcast. So we want to dive a little bit deeper into, not everyone might understand a little bit more of the different talks that Casey was talking about when you're listening versus Um, content versus language, and so I want to dive a little bit deeper into that. So when you talk about the different talks, what does that mean? Sustained talk, change talk, resistance?
1: Right, and so when you're listening to anyone dialogue, or they're they're providing the monologue, like the question was originally about how do you get somebody to stop talking, Mm -hmm. and Like I said, I I still think I like it when people are talking because it gives me so much more latitude. I get to relax and sit back and listen to the types of language. So, again, if you're talking about what tends to trigger our writing reflex and pull us out of equipoise is, you know, well, I hit my child and, you know, but I need to drink when I get home from work and they don't understand. I want to listen to what do you mean you hit your child? This is our internal dialogue Mm -hmm. going on. The more you listen to content, the more we get triggered. Mm -hmm. Um, So what do you mean? Why did you do that? Why why would you even think about that? So it goes through our brain, even though it doesn't come out of our mouth, when we get so caught up in content. Mm -hmm. In motivational interviewing, it's not that you completely ignore content, but we are tracking more readily his types of language. So resistance talk is when they're focusing outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. Is it about everybody else or anything else, if it's about politics or somebody else did this? you know that fundamentally we're going to deal with that more from a resistance talk perspective. Sustained talk, all we're doing is we're labeling ambivalence in terms of here's the reasons they're stuck, Mm -hmm. here's the excuses, they're more internally focused, they're not externally focused, and change talk is reasons for change, and then ultimately commitment talk. So when somebody's talking a lot, you're not getting to, well, why did they do that? Well, why didn't you, don't you understand why people would be upset about that? Well, why would you even think about doing that to your children? Or, why, you know, why, why, how did you do that to your spouse? Or, you know you need to show up on time for work, so why are you arguing? Like, all these things that can be going through our brain when we're getting caught up in content, mm-hmm. you don't have to get caught up when people are, are having their story that they're sharing with you or if they're talking too much. What you're doing is going, oh, they're really focused a lot outside themselves, and there's a lot of excuses they're giving. They need to feel heard and understood. I don't want to spend a massive amount of time in empathy because they're going to keep talking about empathy yeah. so what i'm going to think about is how do i have an empathetic response that's very accurate and deep for how they're feeling or what they're experiencing and at the same time if i'm only going to get one utterance out of my mouth i also want to shift it to change talk so i might do a double-sided reflection mm-hmm. this is really overwhelming for you people don't understand all the struggles that you've had And there's part of you that really wants to be able to move this situation forward. Mm -hmm. What would that look like from here? So if that's going to be the one time I get to say something, I want to shape the conversation towards change. I want them to feel heard and understood and then shape it towards change. Mm -hmm. So if I know they're going to continue to talk, I want them to talk about something productive. You know, And the other thing I'll say, Tammy, too, is this comes up every once in a while. What you hold the mirror up to is what people are going to talk more about. Yes. And I've said this on other podcasts as well. But people want to feel heard and they want to feel understood. And so if they know someone's listening to them, they're going to talk about what that person's willing to listen to. Yes. So the example I always bring up is if I say, hey, Tammy, what did you do this weekend? And you talk about that you... I'll I'll do that. Okay. I
0: did some knitting. I played some tennis. (laughs) I walked my dog. I went on a hike. I cooked some great food. I... I don't know. Did something else.
1: You know, and and for you, when you get out there with your dog, just out in the wilderness, there's something that just kind of revitalizes you after a rough work week.
0: Yes, because now I have the urge to talk about my dog more and not about all this other stuff that I just listed.
1: And this is strategically responding. So that's why it's such a good example Mm -hmm. is if she goes on and on about whatever topic she was on about when I do get a chance to provide an utterance or get a chance to open my mouth, I want it to be strategic and I want to help shape the dialogue. So even if we get three or four responses with somebody that's hyperverbal, we can shape that dialogue into something that's going to be more productive. So I, I just face value. We can get into things with if there's personality disorder or other complexities. but just fundamentally, when somebody's talking a lot, how can we respond or how do we deal with somebody that talks too much? It really shouldn't be a big source of stress. The number one thing I think of is the more they're talking, the more time you have to sit back and think strategically, what do I want to respond to, which is the whole point of of really precise, um, proficient motivational interviewing.
0: Yeah, and for those that are super curious to learn more about this, listening to the different type of talks and language in conversations, you know, there's always lots of options that you can do to start learning about that. We've got our online membership, but. You know, that's how I first learned is actually through the courses. And granted that was through my company too, but that's one easy way to start understanding the process and you get immersed in it in two days and actually trying to understand and recognize the different types of language. So that could be an option to think about too.
1: Perfect. And and we have the longer ones, I think the longer podcast on the types of talk as well too.
0: Exactly too. So there's all kinds of options. So anyways, feel free to send any questions our way and we'll happily answer them.
1: We're providing the communication solution that will change your world. Thank you. Take care. Thanks.